I, I've been telling pastors for years. I was like, man, y'all going to win. I'm going to tell you how you're going to win. Find that young artist in your church that loves people, that's good at doing music, but you got to be good, mm-hmm. that has a heart for the community and the city that you live in, and put them on salary. Put them on the payroll. Mm. Give them thirty, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars a year, and let his only task be to go out, go to juveniles, go to schools, go, you know, mix up amongst the people in the community. Mm. Like, let them go do that. But there is no structural idea for what that look like. I've been trying to tell people that for years. Mm. So what you have is you have a bunch of people that come along. Like CHH doesn't even have educational industry things right. in place. Right. Now, granted, before I say everything I'm about to say, I want to say this. Uh, the community of it changed my life. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. community, like the people, uh, meeting people around the world who you've impacted. Mm-hmm. But the industry part of it has always been wishy-washy. Mm. Like, we went into that space thinking that this the Christian world is it's different. I know I did mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I end up having a Christian company owing me like $30,000. And they like, we don't got your money. I'm like, how do you not have it? Mm. It's mine. Right. You know, uh, you go into these, spe- like, when you think about an industry, like St. Louis as a whole, I tell people all the time, St. Louis doesn't have a hip-hop industry in general, even with mainstream. There's one radio station here. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, you got Boost 1019. Like, but when I talk about mainstream hip-hop, there's one radio station. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's all yep. you got. You go to other cities like Atlanta, Houston, you got three, four radio stations. Mm-hmm. When you go to Atlanta or Houston, you heard local artists on the radio mixed up with everybody else. So with CHH, it has a similar problem. There's no industry. You have one media outlet, Rapzilla. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rapzilla to my folks. I don't want them to think I'm saying that crazy, but uh, you got they ain't one watching, Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got, they might look because they know I be saying crazy stuff. <laughs> so you got uh, one media outlet, Rapzilla. Mm-hmm. What happens when you have a monopoly on something, you get to dictate what you want people to see and right. what you want people to hear. Yep. So mm-hmm. there are people that, there are people that deserve to be heard that'll never get heard in a St. Louis market or in a CHH market as a whole because there's only one outlet. So there's no industry in CHH. There are no managers. There are no road managers. There are no concert promoters. There was one concert promoter. Like, so when you think about all of these things and you talk about an industry, the industry of it doesn't even exist. It's an Mm -hmm. idea. It's mm-hmm. an idea that could have been that could have been a reality, but you know why it didn't become a reality? I'm just gonna tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, because the focus of ministry was so prominent that people didn't pay attention to business. Mm. So there should have been people around that that have been. That's why you see a Reach Records being successful. Reach Records had an entire team of people. Right. It wasn't right. because the Cray was so amazing. It was because they had an entire group of people working towards one goal. Mm-hmm. They had a staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you see a person like this uh, doing well. Because mm-hmm. even though he has, doesn't have a full staff like them, he still have a, a partner with his wife. And he has other people around him that have committed to his vision. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about an industry, you have to have those type of things in place. So CHH never had, uh, it never had an industry. Now, as far as the ministry aspect, I think that was there and it was prevalent with a lot of different people. And I applaud that. Now, as far as the young boys that are coming up, 
I think we need both. Now, what I'm going to tell you what I don't like. I don't like when the artists go and say, I'm not a Christian artist. I'm not this, that, the other. Mm. And then you go submit your records for a stellar award. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's whack. whack. That is whack. That's whack. Yeah. So if you're not going to be a Christian artist, take the route that Spazzy Rocket took. Uh, mm -hmm. Xavier Omar. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not in the market. It's, I'll see y'all later. God bless y'all. Peace. And he went on to build on his own. Mm -hmm. Take that route. If you're going to say I'm not a Christian artist and I'm not this and I'm not that, then don't go sign up for Stella Awards. Don't go. The, the thing about it is this, though. Christian market was so easy to make money in. Mm -hmm. So some mm -hmm. dudes that feel like they don't want to be Christian artists, they can't walk away because the money was too mm -hmm. easy to make. You don't have to worry about going out and, and 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 climbing up at a certain point if you got the right the right connect, the right people. It's just like the rest of the world. If you got mm -hmm. the right connect, right. the right people, you're going to be able to make money. And and you're going to be able to make money without having a standard of of that you're going against. Mm -hmm. So right. I think some of the new artists, I feel like we need both. Okay. Uh y'all okay. know who Toby Enigwe is, right? Yep. Enigwe. Yep. yep. Yeah. So just, dope. just being one hundred, very dope. When, dope, dope. Yeah. So when Toby came out, when Toby first came, well, when I first started paying attention to Toby, mm -hmm. it was probably a couple years ago when I first started seeing him. I saw him hanging around uh, certain Christian rap artists, and I had already saw his music and what he was doing and what he was trying to do. This before people was uh really even like you, before Erica Badu's and all these people was posting him and all of that. I inboxed him. I said, bro, let me tell you something. I said, unless God tells you to take the route to be a Christian rapper or say Christian rapper, I said, don't do it. Mm -hmm. I said, stay doing what you're doing. I said, I see you hanging around certain people. I said, uh, I know them dudes. I ain't saying they bad dudes. They cool people. This ain't about them. I'm talking about you. Don't do it. I said, you're going to go a lot further. Mm -hmm. And the reason I said that wasn't because I didn't want him to identify as a Christian artist. The reason I said it was because I knew that the content with the content that he had, mm -hmm. it would never go too far in the Christian market. Mm -hmm. They were going to put a cap on that so fast. Right. You can't talk. You can't be too black mm -hmm. in the Christian market. It's a wrap. You're done. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, and I knew with him, the world was going to do good seeing a man that exercised Christian principles, loving his wife publicly. Now he's loving his children publicly. Mm -hmm. right. And he has a whole movement going that people can see the principles mm -hmm. put into place that we talk about every day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, bro, don't do it. Stay where you at. We need Toby and Nigways. I always mm -hmm. butcher his last name. Everybody but we also knows. need KBs too. Yep. So yep, I right. feel like the new artist, KB, like, I tell KB this all the time. I'm like, I hope one of my children turn out like you. <laughs> like, KB like KB is amazing to me. And I'm yeah, not yeah. talking about just a yeah. rapper. KB is amazing to me. He's a, he's a solid dude through mm -hmm. and through. Like, I love him. He's one of my favorite people in the world. But we need KBs. We need him and we need Toby's. Yeah. So for the new artist... If you're going to take the route of saying, I'm not a Christian artist, one of the things people have to do is you have to start the way you want to finish. Mm. If you know that's not the route you want to take, 
take the hard, take the hard route. Most people mm -hmm. get sucked in for them checks. They want to mm -hmm. get them checks. So they'll come in and get, which now the pandemic then killed that. So they don't right. know what they're doing now. Right. You know, so they get sucked <laughs> in for the checks. They want the checks. They'll, they'll burn with it. And then guess what? They get frustrated because it's not mm -hmm. what they really want to do. Mm -hmm. And now guess what? You're running around. You're talking about everything and everybody because you're frustrated and mad. If you can walk, I, I don't feel like everybody has to be a Jesus rapper that's mm -hmm. a Christian. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like you shouldn't be putting out content that's anti-God neither. Mm -hmm. So if you if you a believer, if you a believer, and you don't want a Christian Jesus 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 Jesus, yeah. I still shouldn't pick up your stuff and her stuff that makes me say you're not a believer. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. at the same time, mm -hmm. and that's just back, that's back, Bible. Back, like you, you should, yeah. yeah, you should represent. Like if, if if you're coming out the gate as a Christian, yeah. I'm not talking about a dude that's in the world and he gets saved and he got records out there that's. Mm -hmm saying everything under the sun. I'm talking about if you're a Christian out the gate and you like, I want to make music to glorify God, but I don't want to be labeled as this, then your music should still be something that I can put in and see God's good talent being put to use in the right way. So I don't think yeah. it's wrong for do like, even for the people that are involved in it in ministry, you should have somebody on your team that cares about money. Yep. Somebody on your yep. team should care about money because money Say makes that. the ministry Say that one more time. One more Say time, that one brother. more time. Even yeah. if you're all about ministry, you should have somebody on your team that cares about money. Next. Because money, make, money makes it flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Bible say yeah. that money answers all things, man. Money makes yep. it flow. Like, only way, like, the reason that I've been able to do as much as I've been able to do is for two reasons. Mm -hmm. First of all, we know it's God. We, right. we know that. Yeah. Two reasons outside of that. One, I was making money. Two, I was consistent with what I was doing and people believed in what I was doing and they gave me money to do the stuff I was doing. Mm. So you need money to make the stuff work. You can't just be that person that's like, oh man, this ministry, I don't care. I'm just going to suffer. Like if that's your plight and you feel like God has called you on that plight, then you walk it with all love in your heart. I'm not going to tell you nothing different. But if your goal is to grow something, everything in this world that grows outside of your spiritual maturity and your personal integrity grows by the way of money, everything else. The only thing that money don't grow in this world is what's growing on you on the inside. That's it. <laughs> Just let that pause brother. for a minute. Right, right. Let that breathe. I yeah. Hey, I was like, I ain't having <laughs> No, it's all good. Rob, did you go last or did I go? No, nah, that was for my that was for my question, brother. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I got I got a, a, a lot lighter question. Easy yeah. question. But I always wondered this. Where did the name Thizzle come from? I, I never I've never heard much, this in an interview. Never. Too much time alone in reading the Bible. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I know what it stands <laughs> for. So I I, I, I so my cousin, right? So I, I got a cousin. So when I started reading, uh, Paul was like my uh, my favorite person in the Bible. Like, yeah. I, I, I fell in love with it instantly. And um, I, I saw the point where God changed his name. Mm -hmm. So people used to call me Unk. Like anybody that called me Unk right now to this day, I know they stuck. They know me from a certain point. I'm like, they stuck. They stuck in like the 90s. Yeah. Excuse me, or early 2000s. I'm like, they stuck. So people used to call me Unk. Uh, it, I, I did some of the worst things in the world under that moniker. 
And I was like, I want to change my name. So I started thinking about it. I was like, man, I want to change my name. So at this point, I was still like hanging around. I was still hanging between in the street with my cousins and being in the house and all of that. And uh, I was outside one day with my cousin and he randomly came to me. I'm talking about, I ain't, I'm, I'm thinking about it yeah. when he mentioned it. He said, man, we need to change your name now to something else. And so I'm in the inside like, yo, this is crazy. Right, right, right. So I'm like, what we need to change it to? Yeah. He was like, Izzle. I said, uh? <laughs> I said, I said. So St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I said. I said, nah. Fizzle. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. And so then at that point, I was in the house and, uh, I was, I used to spend, man, when I first became a believer, I was straight out the street. I ain't had no job. I ain't had no nothing to occupy my time rather. Yeah. And so I used to spend just most of my day just reading, like reading, praying, like going to church, helping them do stuff. And I was reading the, the, the text where it was talking about our body being a house for the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And the day that I stopped carrying, uh, a gun illegally at that point, uh, I remember going out the house and I was just like, God, my body is your house. And I'm like, this house you live. Mm. And I was like, yo, that's <laughs> it. You know, everybody had an acronym back then. Right, 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 right. So it just stuck. So it was that. And it, but it stands with that. It just always been, you know, it was one of them things that I, it was a kind of like a symbolic thing towards the changing of the inner me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Just stuck. It stuck. Oh, and it's crazy now, man. I, like people don't understand. Like some people don't understand, and it's probably because most people don't know how to do good interviews or ask certain questions. Y'all killing it, Appreciate FY. It, Appreciate it. But, uh, people don't. A lot of people don't get a chance to to see into my life, to see how I really am and how I really think. And that was another thing when I got shot that I think it opened up people a lot more to see my thoughts mm-hmm. versus my persona, you know, cause I started mm. doing a lot more videos and talking and, and posting from my thoughts versus posting for my brain. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful. Right. Like before right. I got shot, I'm, I'm just grateful, man. I'm just, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I still to this day after years, I still to this day am humbled and feel like, why do I deserve for all these people to even like me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, right. Like, it was symbolic. It was symbolic. Yeah. It was it was my way of being like, man, I'm do, I'm new. I'm a different person, and, and things like being shot. I had this conversation uh, a little while ago. I said, things like that made me understand that Jesus really had changed me. Mm. Like, it's easy to be changed in a situation that it don't require you to be changed. Right. Mm. That's why most people right now, like most people right now, they think a lot of people, and even myself at one point, a lot of people think they're being sanctified, but it's behavior modification. You just created a bubble that you don't, that you're not challenged in mm. the things that you like. Mm. Like go outside of that bubble and get around things that you like That's and real. see how far. Right. 
you gonna go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's when that's when you now I ain't telling nobody to go test your limits because I'm a <laughs> I'm a firm believer. I don't go nowhere that I know I don't need to go. Like mm -hmm. right. I don't go right. nowhere. Like I'm not the dude that's gonna be ministering in the strip club. Like me hey neither, brother, brother, I came to bring you a pamphlet. No, I, <laughs> I will not be throwing pamphlets. I'm just, I know myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. That ain't right. my thing. Right. But I constantly find myself in situations that reminds me of like, oh, you're different. Mm -hmm. You're different. Because it's things that like, like Paul said, man, it, it's things that I used to love now I, I actually hate them. I don't like them. Yeah. You know, so I'm just happy to be here, man. When I walked through, man, I walked through an airport before and a security guard chased me down. I'm thinking I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about two of them. They chasing me down, bro. Hey, hey, I look back like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you Thizzle? I'm like, yeah. Can I get a picture? I'm like, bro, I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> bro, I was in Australia. True uh -huh. story. I was in Australia with my homeboy Adam uh Breen from over there. I'm random, we're randomly on the side of a car in Australia. Mm -hmm. And it got the car got the 116 logo on the back of the window. Oh wow. And and Adam raised up and said, Hey, I see the uh sticker in your window. 116. He's like, yeah, I love those guys, blah, 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 this, that, the other. And uh, he said, do you know who Thizzle is? He was like, yeah, I love Thizzle. He like, here he is. And I leaned up. He like, no. Dude turned green instantly. <laughs> like, wow. instantly. He like, yeah, no. So, like, being in them spaces, man, like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just happy to be here, yeah. man. And that, that's, that's the mindset I try to keep, man. I, like, I tell people all the time, I know, see the mistake we make most people, mm -hmm. I know how messed up I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know the things that only me and God know. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me to feel like I'm better than anybody, I would be a fool. Right, right. Mm. Back, the man. same God sustain me, sustain you. Like I said, though, I'm, I'm also a realist. Like, I, I have to tell people that online. Like, I'm the, I'm the dude. I talk to all the fans, everybody yeah. that I can. Yeah. Like, I, I mm -hmm. all, I've done that for years. I've always, people inbox me, I always say something. Mostly every producer that I have, on, if you go listen to my albums from the first one, every album that I have, probably 50 to 80% of each album is an unknown producer. Mm-hmm. And the way that I find them, I don't find them. They inbox me or they send me a link on my social media and I go listen. Yeah. Because guess what? I wanted somebody to listen to me. Mm. Right. So That's I real. take the right. time to That's listen. Real. You know what I'm saying? I wanted somebody to listen to me. So I listen when they send me stuff. And if it's dope, even the dude that did Motivation, the mm. song Motivation on Free From yeah. The Trap. Yeah. I yeah. remember he inboxed me that was the only beat he had that I liked at that time. Mm. And I, I I knew, I knew, I said, oh, this song going to go. I knew people was going to give me flack for it because I'm talking about I'm your motivation. Mm -hmm. and I, But I knew it was going to go. So dude was like, I paid him more money than he wanted for the beat. Mm. I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to give you that. I'm going to give you this. Yeah. Like, 
So I've always, every album, Juice, right now, Chronicles of an Ex-Hustler, Juice has a deal with Universal Publishing right now. Mm. When he did my record, I told him, I'm going to introduce you to my people. I'm going to yeah. pay you. I'm going to introduce you to my people. Like, I always, I listen because I wanted to be listened to. But I, And the reason is because I'm just happy to be here. I try to talk to everybody. I try to uh, give everybody time. But I've also become a realist that you can't give everybody time. Right. Like, it pulls right. so much from you. And people get yeah. mad when you can't talk to everybody. Sometimes time and space, it puts you in a different space than other people. Like my life looks different from other people, even my family members. Yeah. There was a time when I didn't—I barely saw my extended family. Mm-hmm. So it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's not because I don't want to be around you. But my life requires a different level of discipline and time because I want to keep doing what I'm doing and I want to keep growing from where I'm at. And yeah. so that's something I had to learn for myself. I couldn't give everybody everything. Sometimes I had to say no. But I always try to listen and I always try to be there because I'm happy to be here and I want other people to experience that same thing. Yeah, right. dope, dope. Hey, for any everybody who's listening, I know we live and you're watching, but for those who will be listening to the um, podcast after, we got the big homie Thizzle on, yep. CHH vet, um, yep. good dude. So if you're just now tuning in, we have Thizzle on with us and he has been dropping some jewels with us. So, nice. um, this a this a blast from the past, man. From starting at your grandma's house, you know what I'm saying. Recording yeah. with Jr. and his grandma's house, you know when So High first started. Yeah. Did you ever see this happening with the music? And what would you tell your younger self? Mm. Man, so I do think at some point I've always been an optimist, mm-hmm. and I've always been a hustler. That you so have. At some yeah, at some point. I knew the only thing that could stop me from going to a certain place was God or me, mm-hmm. you know? And then once it got to a certain point, like I, I knew God, I knew God was with me. I don't know how that sound to other people, but like, I knew God, like I knew at a certain point, I knew like this guy's work. Yeah. God, with me. he gonna, he gonna make this work. I, God, like you do your part. I'm gonna do mine. That's literally, that was our combo. You do your part, I'm going to do my part. So I set out to do my part. And when we were at uh, uh, my grandma, I remember being in my grandmama's basement. And uh, mm-hmm. man, God was moving the whole time. And I'm going to tell you a quick story about how one of the things that made me know that. So I remember being at JR's house. We had JR house record now, not his grandma's house. Uh, we worry grandma to death on the side of her room at JR grandma's house. We used to, when I say we used to be, but she was so loving and she was like, oh, Man, we used to be in there banging the walls next to JR. This ain't no big house. Right, right, right. This ain't no big house we talking about. This is like one of them, uh, them like Berkeley joints, like where yeah, yeah. you walk out one door and the other <laughs> and the door, door like, right next. Yeah. Bro, we banging JR grandmama wall. Like I'm talking about uh, uh, all day. I experienced it, sir. I remember. <laughs> yes. So you know. When we went to JR house, we moved, uh, when JR moved over there, we basically lived there. Like, me and right, Flame always right. joke about that. Me and Flame, when Flame did Where There's Smoke, There's Fire, the first Cross Movement album, like, right. I recorded probably 98% of that album. Mm. Like, we lived in that basement. Like, we yeah, never yeah. left. Like, we lived there. We left to go get food and come back. That's all mm. we left for. Mm. And me and Flame, like, we lived in that spot. 
And so I remember uh, being in the basement and I was making records and Vance came over. Shout out to Vance Watts, man. Yeah, Vance is Shout out yeah, to Vance Yeah, Watts. good dude, good dude, man. Yes, Vance, Vance was instrumental in helping me uh, establish a lot of things in the beginning. And I'm greatly appreciative for that. Uh, Vance came over. I didn't know who he was. Didn't know nothing about him at that point. I didn't know nothing about the Christian world or Christian people. or mm-hmm. I didn't know none of that stuff. And uh, Vance came over and he was playing music. And I was like, man, who mixed this music for you? So at this point, I ain't, I ain't had no money. Yeah. So I was I was figuring out what I'm going to do in life and, and trying to get it figured out, you know. And uh, I was just in my head like, man, I want somebody to mix my stuff, you know. Like, I had learned how to mix stuff and all of that, and I was doing it myself. Vance played some music. I said, who mixed the record? He was like, I did. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's dope. Didn't, didn't say nothing else about it. I played some of my songs for him and he left. So he left. He called back in the jail house. He probably wasn't gone 20 minutes. He called back in and he was like, hey, yo, I just want to let you know when you finish with your album, I'm going to mix it for you for free. So I'm like, I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, "Yeah." I'm like, bet. Now this after God told me, you do your part, I'm going to do mine. So I'm like, let's get it. I'm like, let's get it. I'm going to do mine, you do yours. So I get finished uh, doing the record. I give it to Vance. Vance start mixing it. So when Vance start mixing the record, Vance is at his house mixing the record. He stayed off of Delmore over here by uh, mm-hmm. 170. Vance mm-hmm. mixing the record. And while he's mixing it, um, this dude named Deacon Mack, shout out to Deacon Mack, was at Vance's house doing something else. Him and Vance did music and stuff. He didn't do music, but he was like, worked with Vance on music, some kind of way he was involved in the in the process. Right. And uh, he heard Vance mixing my record. So I'm at the studio. I get a call from Vance randomly. He like, man, this dude, uh, first, let me stop there. He called me first. This was a different day. And he said, who going to master your record? Vance mm-hmm. said this. I said, I'm going to probably do it myself. Cause I was learning how to master. Cause I ain't had no money. Right. I said I'm gonna get this right. done one way or another. Right? Mm-hmm. I said I'm gonna do it. He said, Nah, man. I want it to be the best it could be. He said I'm gonna pay for it to get done. This dude named Jimmy Gunn gonna do it. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Vance was like, I'm gonna pay. For-. At this point, me and this man had no business. Yeah. We didn't even know each other. He like, I'm gonna pay Jimmy Gunn to do it. I'm like, For really? Like, yeah. I'm like, bet. Right, so fast forward, he mixing the record, and Deacon Mack is at his house. He called me, and he like, "Hey, somebody want to talk to you?" I'm like, "Who?" He like, "My friend, Deacon Mack." Mm-hmm. So I hop on the phone, start talking. You know, I'm like, "What's going on?" He like, "Hey, I just want to let you know when you finish with the album and you get it mastered and everything." He said, "Call me." I'm going to give you my credit card info so you can pay for all of your CDs and stuff. And so I'm blown away. I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so God told me, you do your part, I'm going to do mine. So fast forward, I finished the record. Now I'm from a a space in life where I'm like, I don't believe, at this (laughs) point especially, I don't believe nothing until it's done from a person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. A person say, I'm going to do it. I'm like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. When you do it, then it's done. 
Right. So we finished the record. I'm still making my own plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I finished. I called him. He like, man, come over to my house. He gave us his address. We rolled over his house. I think like me, JR, Flame. Yeah. We go over to house, go in his basement. This is my first time seeing him in person. We talk a couple minutes. I give him the disc makers form. He yeah. fill all the info out like, here you go. Uh. And I ordered my CDs. And on top of that, he said, this all I want from you. He said, you don't got to pay me back. No money. He said, just give me like, I think it was like 100 CDs. Mm -hmm. He was like, just give me 100 CDs. I'm going to sell them myself or give them away and make my money back. You cool. So when the CDs came, I had a thousand CDs and posters. I gave him yeah. uh, a hundred. And I remember sitting in my basement at my grandma's house that Rob was talking about. Flame <laughs> right. came over. Yeah. Which Flame is my best friend in the world. Don't nobody know that. Like, that's my dog. Like, yeah. we, we ride or die. So Flame came over and uh, we was just sitting there looking at the boxes. We just looking. It's boxes yeah. stacked up in the corner. <laughs> Flame said, bro, you're either about to build an empire, he said, or you about to fail worse than you ever have in your life. Mm. <laughs> that was his exact words. To <laughs> and I said, Flame, I'm about to build an empire. Yeah. And man, before you knew it, I was literally running through. And, and I, I, like I said, I was always a hustler. I always yeah. had some form of, of strategy. The crazy thing right. is that most people don't probably know is the CHH world started showing me as much love as they did because a secular website posted my song first. This was before I had an album out. Mm -hmm. So it was a secular website called Ja Rockin' that posted one of my songs that I had uh, this Change Gonna Come sample to from Sam Cooke. I had made the beat and everything. Yeah. And they posted it. And then... It was like hip hop zone or somewhere. Somebody like, yo, right, this right, one right. is psych. And so my song is on there with all these mainstream songs. Yeah. Then they posted it on there. And so once that happened, uh, the bus shop, the bus shop used to be Man. popping. It was like, Love the bus CDs. So look, I knew when I went to the bus shop. So the dude at the bus shop hit me up and said, he used to buy your stuff up front. It was yep. like selling dope, yep. bro. It was the bus yep. shop was like selling. <laughs> people gotta understand. I was straight. Was so I was straight out the street. <laughs> so I still knew. I was probably a couple years out the street. I still. It was fresh in my head <laughs> what a transaction felt like. Right. So <laughs> I'm sitting there with all of these CDs, and here come a dude inboxing me, emailing me from the bus shop. Yeah. He like. I want to buy 50 CDs from you. Yeah. So I'm like, you just going to buy 50 CDs? He like, yeah. I said, what you going to do with it? I'm going to sell them on my site. Yeah. So do I, you going to pay me when you sell them or what? I'm going to buy them up front. Mm. So I'm like, what you going to buy them for? <laughs> <laughs> so he like, well, I'm going to sell them for this. I'll pay you, I think it was like $8. Yeah. I said, bro, they on the way to you where I got to send them. <laughs> so I learned, like, I always was business. My, like, I, I've been reading books about music business since I was 16 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I, I've always been a student 
and learned and try to study anything that I want to do. So I started paying attention to the bus shop. And I saw that people were uh, the top albums because they had the top selling albums every week. Yep. When, when you see the top selling album, guess what? You want to hear it. You want to buy it, mm -hmm. right? So now before anybody offered me a distribution deal, I created my own distribution chain. Mm. So on my website where you click to buy my CDs, it didn't come to me for me to ship it to you. When you clicked it to buy the CD, yeah. I linked it to the bus shop page. So he was selling them. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Every time he sold out, he came and bought some more. Like, so I became the plug. Hustler. <laughs> so I became, bro, literally, I yeah, literally right. said, oh, I know. I said, I know what I need to do. Because I'm going to tell you what made me do it. I was praying for this success, and I was praying stuff went well. And I remember sitting in my grandmama's basement, and I was taking orders through my own website. And I had, we talking about, bro, we talking about, this is what, 2004? Yeah. I got yeah. 60, I got 60 CD orders. Yeah. I filled out so many envelopes, 60 plus orders, my hand hurt. Yeah. I'm sitting there right. like, bro, I do not want to do this. So I said, I got to find a way that somebody else is going to mail these CDs for me. I don't got no money to pay nobody. I said, oh, I'm just going to link bro to my page. Right. And guess what? Man, bro was buying CDs from me every week because he was selling out. Yeah. It got to the point where he started doubling up, buying more. It got to the point where I wanted to front him some. It was like real, it was like real hustling going on. And guess what? Every week though, guess who had the number one selling album on the bus shop for months? Mm. Me. Right. Because everybody that's coming to my website to buy my record, going straight they buying it from the yep. bus shop. And then people will see it in the number one spot and be like, who is this and why is he number one? Yeah. Bro, I sold so many of them things, it wasn't funny, man. <laughs> but I always like so even back then at that point, I always had a mindset of like, this is gonna be as big as God allowed it to be, and it's gonna be as big as I can maintain in my human capacity. Mm. And so I was like, let's get it. Yeah. Dope, dope. Brother, we could keep you for hours, but yeah. I believe after a while, hey. you're going to text me and be like, hey, bro, uh, the cash app is this. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. Man, I just want to talk to the people, man. I just want to talk to the people. Man. That's it, man. Hey, they showing you mad love in the man comments, love, man. man. They my brother, uh, Sluggeroo, Tarsia Renee. Oh, my gosh. All Slug. our people. Sluggeroo yeah, in here, man, yeah. saying what up. There's a lot of yeah, people, man, showing man. you love. I, I, it's, it's, few people, it's few people in this world, my first impression with them, I, my first in a, encounter with them, I don't forget. And Sluggeroo, yeah. one of them. Yeah. Like, dude always been genuine. Like, genuine. Yeah. Like, yeah. even with you, see, Michael. Right on. I remember, be, I remember the first time I met you. Mm. We, were in, uh, we were at some music conference, and you was performing, I'm a Christian. Yep. And we yep. all came from, we were, like, yep. we were in different rooms. Yep. We heard yep. that thing going up. I'm like, who is this? Yep. And I was like, yo, we came and found where it was coming from. <laughs> and, and I remember coming up to you after it was over, like introducing myself and meeting you. 
you know. So like it's 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 certain people, man. Like like day I one, t- I tell that story, man. You lying? They ain't come. Up. I said, man, I'm telling <laughs> nah. you, what happened, bro. I'm telling you, nah, <laughs> nobody bro. believed. We heard man. that thing from all over the. It was me and Lecrae together. Me and yep. Lecrae was together. Yep. And we yeah. literally was like, I'm like, who is this? What is that that's going on? Yeah. And came and found you. Yeah. It was yep. yes, I'm a Christian. I remember yes, to this sir. day. Yes, sir. I hadn't heard nothing like it. That's why I I had to come see what it was. I hadn't heard nothing like it. Yep, that I was, was like, in Nashville. I, ain't never I think heard that was at like uh, Rocket Town up there at Rocket Town in Nashville. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was like, I ain't never heard nothing like this before. I gotta go see what this is and who it is doing it. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Hey, man, Slug now, now you got me about blushing, man. We're trying to wrap it up, man. Uh, Rob yeah. already know. I hate, <laughs> I hate when anybody give me compliments. I be feeling weird as a mug. <laughs> hey, 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 feeling is mutual, but you got to take it, man. Take it, take it. Hey, hey, see, see, you need to play that message song. I mean, that message thing right there. See, when he said you got to take it, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know, got- I know. I know. <laughs> hey, man, look, I, I, I remember being the person that every time somebody say something, you want to be like. Right, right, <laughs> right. But we already know that. We know. We know. Thanks, because, brother. Because some people point up, uh-huh. it still ain't glory to God. In your heart, you like, yeah, I'm the man. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you, yeah, uh, you know in CHAs, you can't be like, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, bro. I, you, you Man. feel like it's bad hey. to say that. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. One thing I want to say this to everybody, man. One thing I've learned over time is, man, we got so many rules put on us. This is real. Yeah, this is real. I think I think one of the main reasons CHH, like as an artist, yeah, CHH has such a low ceiling. Mm. The ceiling is way too low. What you mean, bro? And and one of the reasons the ceiling is too low because there's such a cap put on the content of what mm-hmm. you could say and what you could do. Again, I don't think people should be running around saying any like I'm a, like I'm a, I'm gonna be completely transparent with y'all right now. And okay. Some people might judge me, some people might not, but it is what it is. Like at this point, so for me, I don't think so. When we start talking about profanity, yeah, like. Profanity and curse words is two different things by definition. You know what I mean? So when we go into the space of talking about curse words, like there's a word in the Bible that they use that comes from the Greek word of dung, but it's an explicit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's an explicit. Like mm-hmm. in that context, it's an explicit word. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about curse words, I could curse you out without using profanity. Mm-hmm. We see that in the scripture. They say you can murder your brother with words. You know, like I could, like people have said stuff to me that was damaging, that wasn't yeah. profanity. Christians, I ain't talking about just random people. So for me, there might be a point, just being 100, Uh-oh. that throughout the day, <laughs> depends on who <laughs> I'm talking to <laughs> or where I'm at. That I might say something that a person is that's profanity. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna tell you so I'm gonna tell you why I said that to make that point. One, man, after being after being shot mm-hmm. and all the stuff I've been through the past years, we have to talk about that another time. Man, I came to a place where I was like, man, only person gonna judge me rightfully is God. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I give other people they room to have their opinion. 
Their opinion don't make me sleep at night. It don't make me get up in the morning. Like, whatever you think about me, if you have justified reasoning to think it, I'm cool with you thinking that. I'm cool with you coming to me and having a conversation if we exist in the same space. But the reason I said that to say this, I'm still a firm believer. Like, I wouldn't use profanity in my music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah. I just don't. I, for me, I don't think it's cool for right. a Christian. Like, I don't think it's cool to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my personal. That's my personal thought. Yeah. Because it limits what you can do. When you start using profanity in your music, I don't want my kids to listen to it. Right. Exactly. So you just limited a whole group of people that can't hear your music. Mm -hmm. When you use profanity in your music, I feel like as a believer, it messes with your witness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe that. Uh, When you... uh, So when I say it's a limit, I I don't want nobody to think that I'm saying that I want people to run around using profanity and saying crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I say there's a limit, like there's a limit, like, bro, you think about, think about songs like, cause I'm happy by Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't the Christian make that record? Mm-hmm. If you would like, why couldn't the Christian make that? Right. Right. I'm happy. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you would have put that record through the, the, the Christian bubble, it would have never survived. Pharrell said itself that was a gospel joint to him. I've never heard interview. him say that. Yep, I saw him I've say that. I've never heard him say that. He said, man, this was like yeah, a gospel joint. He did say it in the interview. That was yep. his gospel I've never song. heard him say that. But yep. when I when I heard the record and I think about the principles of the record, yep. mm-hmm. we look at the scripture and it say, let man see your good work and glorify your father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When you see that and you see, like, so take for instance Chick-fil-A and In and Out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody labels Chick-fil-A the Christian restaurant mm-hmm. because they yeah. closed on Sunday. On Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they closed on Sunday and they give to Christian charities and every now and mm-hmm. then they say something about gay people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So everybody like, oh, they're Christians. They mm-hmm. don't like gay people. They closed on Sunday. But when have you ever heard anybody call In and Out a Christian company? Nope. Nope. But when you go to In and Out and you pick up the cup, look up under they that got cup. Scriptures. See them the scriptures. The cup say John three sixteen. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Witnessing on the me. cup. Yep. Yeah. But you have yep. never heard nobody say that In and Out is a Christian company. Mm-hmm. But In and Out works under principles that make you know that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about creating music and art. I used to hate the word art so bad. So for mm. me to use it is like a breakthrough. <laughs> you talk about, I, cause I, I, bro, I hate anything that people try to, like, I hate trendy stuff. Yeah. Like trendy right, stuff right. irks me so bad. Like right now, CHH, uh, social justice, they make right. it trendy. And trendy. I'm so, yep. I'm just mad about that. Mm, like, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. It, it upsets me because it's a new trend. Mm-hmm. And the reason it upsets me is because we romanticize things that are so serious. And then you have people like, I hate when, like you never see me when people die, celebrities and all that. You don't see me jump online tomorrow. R.I.P. Uh, he was a good yeah. man. Uh-huh. Like, I don't do that. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, like yeah. I don't do that. But in the Christian world, especially in the CHH world, like 
it's all about like a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people just about following trends. It's whatever they, they just follow the wave of the world. Whatever yeah. the world doing, yeah. that's the yeah. route they yeah. go. So now social social uh justice is romanticized. It's a trend. But I wish that there was a space inside of Christian hip hop that people could make records that like a Toby and Nicky. Mm-hmm. Toby wouldn't have survived inside of the Christian rap bubble. Right. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have did well. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have survived. It wouldn't have did good. So that's what I mean when I say I wish people could make right and the ceiling is so low. The ceiling is low, bro. It's low. Like yeah. there's only so far you're gonna get. And if you are super black, if mm-hmm. you are any if anything, mm-hmm. if you are super black or pro-black or anything that's black, and you got a double, you got a a double-edged sword because in the black gospel world, they're cool with you being black, but they're not cool with you being hip hop. Thanks. Yeah. So with, with the ch- mm-hmm. with the church yeah. in general, the church in general, when it comes to the one of the biggest uh, harms and dangers inside of the church as a whole, whether it's predominantly white or it's predominantly black, is both of them want to force you to assimilate. Yep. So in order for you to get anywhere in the 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 cool white hipster world, you mm-hmm. got to assimilate. Mm-hmm. They hold the platform. Mm-hmm. They hold the biggest stages. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You have to assimilate. You have to talk. You got to use their verbiage. Mm-hmm. You got to. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I said. I said this in a joking way on one of my lives. I don't want to wear a flannel and drink coffee, even though I like coffee. Right. Like that ain't my thing. I don't want to come meet you and wear flannels and drink coffee all day. Right. That's not my thing. Right. So you you got to assimilate to that world, or you got to talk. You got to use their verbiage. You got to dress how they dress. You got to you got to be just enough black that you're cool, but not enough black that it causes people to be uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And if you want to yeah. mm-hmm. if, if you want to climb up that ladder, you have to assimilate. Same thing in the black world. Mm-hmm. In the black world, you have to assimilate. If you want to climb up that ladder and get on them big spaces that they hold in the black world. You're going to have to dress a certain way when you get there. You're yep. going to have to use certain verbiage. You're going to have to do certain things. Yeah, and that's the stuff that, on. yeah, <laughs> all of that stuff creates yep. the low ceiling. Yep. All of it creates the low ceiling because the stages are created and maintained by people that don't know what it looks like to be authentically hip hop. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with people being authentically hip hop. Like the thing that happens that's wrong with people is when you emulate the sinful things of any culture mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. the problem so the ceiling is so low because the people that dictate how far you can go they're not going to let you go that far unless you look like one of them mm-hmm. and that's always been my fight that's why i, I told I, I picked my heel i was going to die on from the beginning mm-hmm. like i know like i've had some of the biggest christian management companies in the the ccm world try to manage me Flew out to my shows, came to my office in St. Louis, mm-hmm. took me out to dinner, and they say, "Well, this is what we want to do. We can put you on the tour with the Newsboys." By the way, Michael Tate said, "Hi, his kids mm-hmm. love your music," mm-hmm. and I said, "That ain't what I want." Mm-hmm. And they said, "Why?" And I said, "Because the further I go up that hill, the more I'm gonna have to become less of who I am." Mm-hmm. The more I, w- I told Wade though in the interview years ago, I said, "I feel sorry for Lecrae." I said, I would never want to be Lecrae. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, why? I said, because he, the further you go up that hill, you can't be black. Right. You're going to lose part of who you are. When it's in time the mom- to talk about In the about moment this- he started talking black, they shooting arrows. Yep. They started yep. killing they brother. A, they had a problem with it. Yep. Yep. See, but me, I came out the gate like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, straight, I'm straight off the plantation. <laughs> outside. <laughs> I'm outside. Like, I, I, I have no desire to be in here with you. Right. You're going to bring me out here. I'm going to come. Yep. I'm going to do what I got to do. And I'm going to take that money back to my hometown. Take it back to the hood. Yep. Same thing with yep. the black churches, though. They try to make you conform. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm cool. I don't mm-hmm. have to be a part of that. Bro, for years, like for years, I like I I've never, far as I can remember, I've never willingly submitted my albums for Stellas or Dubs or none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I didn't care. Yeah. If I was nominated, the years that I was nominated, it's because somebody else threw me in. The mm-hmm. distro company threw me in, or this person threw me in. Like I I I didn't care. That ain't what I signed up for for. I don't want to assimilate to your system. And so that's why I chose to, to blaze the trail the way that I, I did because I wanted people to see that behind me and say, I don't have to try to fit into neither one of these boxes. Yeah. All I really have to do is do what God has called me to do and God going to take care of the rest. And I don't think enough people inside of CHH had that mindset because mm-hmm. the checks is too easy, man. Them checks used to come easy. They used to come yeah. easy. And so the ceiling is low. I, in order for CHH to be anything that people think it, it is, you're going to have to create an industry around it. You're going to have to get managers, but then you got another problem. There's no money for managers. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to get managers. You're going to have to get uh, label execs. You're going to have to get, you're going to have to get people that are A&Rs uh, that dedicate their time and talent to making an artist grow and to making the industry grow. We mm-hmm. need another website. You can't just have Rapzilla. There needs Thanks. to be two or three websites. Yes. There needs to be websites with different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be like there needs to be Christians inside of CHH having regular. When I say regular, I mean a universal conversations. Mm-hmm. If we yeah. don't have the conversations, other people are gonna control them. Mm. If we don't have a conversation, they're gonna hear it from somebody else. Yeah. So we have to begin to have these conversations that are considered unorthodox. Because guess what? People are having those conversations in private anyway. Yep. I, I, yep. I, I just came to this conclusion not too long ago. And and it, this is just a reality for me. I, I appreciate God. I, I thank God for the route that he took me on. I know God don't make mistakes. I, I used to be a person that said, I don't have regrets. I do. That's a lie. Um, but if I had a choice to go back and do music over again, I wouldn't go through CHH. Mm. But let me tell you why. Yeah, why, bro? Because Christians listen to secular music. Secular people don't listen to Christian music. Mm. I could have still reached all of the Christians doing something else. Brother, say that one more time, brother. Yeah, like I could have reached the Christians doing mainstream music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I would never never change the way I did music. Right, right. I would still talk about God. I would would make music the same way I made music. There Mm -hmm. are some songs that I never put out that I probably would have put out. But coming to a a place of of, a place that I've been able to experience things and see things from a certain perspective, that's why I would tell an artist, if if you feel like this is what God is leading you on, 
then do it because the Christians are still going to listen. You'll still reach the Christians. Christians listen to secular music, right? They, they gonna, they gonna find you. Oh yeah. If it's hot, the Christians gonna find you too. Oh yeah. You don't gotta worry about that (laughs) because the Christians listen to secular, Mm -hmm. but you don't see people in secular running around finding Christian music. And I just, and that's just my personal opinion. I, again, we need KBs. We need, I, like, I love KB. I love Shaolin. I, I love uh, Flame. Mm-hmm. And these not just because they're my peers. I think we need all, and we need both. For years, you probably would have never heard me say this uh, out loud because people think what they want to think. But I love T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Like, we need T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. And we need the dude that's going to be talking super deep. Mm-hmm. The first book I ever read in my life to, uh, in its entirety was by T.D. Jakes, a book called Go. Mm. Like when I was going through a lot of the stuff I was going through for the past two, three years, man, I would, when it wasn't no church and, and we couldn't go outside and all that, man, I would pop up in the morning and, and Jakes would pop across my screen and he would be talking straight to my soul. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But in a certain world and space, people to tell you T.D. Jakes ain't even a Christian. Especially in T.D. Which is Jakes. foolish. Yep. Yep. That's foolish. Mm-hmm. When I first mentioned Ken Jones on my first album, people thought I was tripping. Mm-hmm. When I said I even bumped that can, it's about his right. kingdom, people. Yep. Windows yeah. down. Dudes yeah. Windows like, down. Yeah. Dudes were like, why did you say that? I said, because every day this month that I woke up working on this album, I was mm-hmm. listening to Kingdom Business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you no know bad. why I was listening to Kingdom Business? Because it was a Christian artist that was talking about taking what you have and making it bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would rather hear that from him than somewhere else. Yep. Yep. And that's why I can hands down one of my favorite people in the world too. Shout out to Ken. I tell people, Good, I'm done. We done after this. I'm saying this and I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, <laughs> Ken Jones, bro. Yeah. I say at this point right now, I've been, uh, I, I've been a believer since, uh, like 99, like 21 years, 22. I remember when I first started reading uh, Paul's writings and Paul Mm -hmm. would say stuff and Paul would say, uh, he would go back to places and be like, my brother, I'm glad to see you're still enduring. Mm -hmm. Right. When you first start out, you just reading that and you like, oh, you know, hey, it's just, it's literature. Yeah. I used to go to Seattle every year, bro, every year uh, at one point for like eight years. And not just Seattle, but other places. And over time, I would go back and I'd be like, where's so-and-so at? they like, oh, man. I'm like, where's so-and-so at? Oh, man. You know, or, or even people that I've known personally, locally, in my own life. And you like, dang. Like, I, I like, Bro, I've had my issues. I've had moments in my walk where I literally just sit there and probably do nothing. Mm -hmm. I've had seasons in my walk where I've struggled with sin and and sin overcame me. I submitted to it, however we want to phrase it. Not one moment in that walk did I make a decision to say, God, I want to do this without you? Mm. 
Like, I've seen people that started out like that. Yeah. And you see them now, and you like, that want nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. And I remember people talking about Ken Jones, like, he not solid, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Man, let me tell y'all something. Since the first day I saw Ken Jones at the Holy Hip Hop Awards, I think it was like 2003. Holy Hip Hop Awards. In, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He came out on that stage and he did, there's no other name that's higher than yours. Mm-hmm. Dope. And I was in the crowd and I was like, who is this? Yeah. This is incredible. I went and started following him. And you have people say he ain't solid, he ain't this. Mm-hmm. Since the first day I met that man to when I just saw him in Minnesota last year, mid-summer, mm-hmm. that man, the same fire is still lit in that man. Yeah. The same fire. Yeah. So I just want to encourage y'all out there, man. Anybody like, man, don't, don't. Don't fall to what people telling you about other people. Know about people for yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And if you the pe- and if you the person that is that people talking about, you're gonna be all right. Keep following the Lord. Keep trusting God. Keep loving Him. Because I live by saying, man, how long can you keep that up? You're gonna see what's fake eventually, and you're gonna see fact. what's real. This is fact. That's it, man. I ain't got no. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Man. Brother, we are so honored to have you on, yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt, Appreciate man. this appreciate so much, you, brother. Bro. Uh, I appreciate y'all, man, for real. Man, for for real. real, man. Like, this this really, not just for the show, man, it blessed us both, man. Like, me and Rob was talking, what you just said, me and Rob was talking about before the show even started. So, before the show started, yeah. what you just Today, said. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Amen. Boy. Really appreciate Amen. you, bro. Yeah. And, man, we got to get you on appreciate again, y'all. man, because we can't do all this in one, one show. <laughs> hey, let's yeah. do it. Hey, hey, we, we, hey, hey, we literally did two shows tonight, but it was worth it. You hey, know what break I'm it up. That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. Up, oh, up, yeah. Man. You already know. Yeah. I'm thinking, I was thinking about it. I said, we're going to split this one up. Yeah, yeah. yeah part one and part two. Up, and when y'all split it up, I'm going to put some clips up and share and all that, too. Appreciate you, man. Bro. Yeah, right and on, I, man. Right on. Any Anytime, man. Like, again, y'all have been solid dudes. Solid. Appreciate like, it, I don't care. At whatever point of it being, when I encounter both of y'all, y'all always been solid. I don't pretend yeah. to like nobody. This is if crazy. I don't like people, I just don't like them. It's yeah. just, I mean, it is what it is. Some people are unlikable. Like, they're just, you can't <laughs> like them. Hey. Yeah. So, but y'all have always been appreciate like it, solid dudes, man. And I yeah. appreciate y'all. For all the artists that's watching, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely about to do, I got a book I'm working on. Um, called hustle for results mm-hmm. and i'm basically highlighting all the mistakes I, i'm highlighting mistakes i made and things i learned in the music industry uh to try to help people not make some of them same mistakes so when i get that uh finished i'm gonna let y'all know so y'all can connect them with it and i'm thinking about doing like a uh a, a, a one day like uh thing like a, a master class type thing where we just set some up to ask questions and, need to do and that, all that and chop it up. So I'll let y'all know when I do that too so y'all can plug. Yeah, yeah. So we can plug and sure. we can plug plug in and share it, man. Hey, before you get out of here, because I know everybody know who Thizzle is, give them a website, give them something for for the folks who just seen you for the first time. Give them a website where they can get your music, where they can get your books, where they can get your merch, all that good yeah. stuff, man. Go ahead and give yeah. it to them real quick. 
So my website is being revamped right now, but you can find okay. me on social media anywhere at T-H-I-S-L, at T-H-I-S-L. Any one of my social medias, you can find me there. Scrolling across the All bottom right. right now, brother. Literally yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir, man. So, hey, have a blessed night, man. I know we all, you know, being all deep, but, hey, have a good night, bro. Love you, bro. That ain't nothing I just say to know, anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we definitely, when you get that book going, the classes, let us know so that we can pub that on the show. Yes, sir. We appreciate you coming yeah, on, bro. man. We are going to break it up. We'll send you the clips. And have a good evening, man. We appreciate you. Ah, man. God bless. Appreciate y'all, too. You, too, bro. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Love. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, beyond man. I know, I know. For some of our um, long-time listeners and and viewers, it went long. But if y'all remember in the beginning, whenever we get any type of CHH vet, yeah. whenever we, we had the, the legends, coach of the Mizzou, we gotta Tigers, let them go. Yeah, we have to have them daytime because look at yep. all the nuggets that y'all got from it. So, yep. yeah, most definitely, man. Ain't gonna right, be man. no sports tonight. <laughs> yeah, no sports tonight. They said that about thirty minutes ago. Miss Max said, "Yeah, ain't gonna be no sports tonight." Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, man. Let's get uh. So, pitch contest, man, nobody won. Every one of y'all picked the same wrong answers. Every one of y'all. Yeah, so, yeah. this week, y'all already know, if you watch the show regularly, man, we got the pitch, pitch contest tomorrow. We'll get it together. And before we get up out of here, man, like uh, we always say, if you want to keep content like this going, we got a guest next week again. But uh, we'll yeah. keep going on number 51. Soon, Lord willing, we'll get to 100. We're going to keep going. This ain't stopping, man, because yeah. God placed this yeah. in me and Rob's heart. And he been he the one did this. I want to say that God yeah. brought us together with this. It was only him. Yeah. It was nothing we yeah. did, man. We ain't that great, but God is, man, for real. Yeah. So once Amen again, like we say every week, man, have you ever thought? I really enjoy what these guys are doing with this podcast. How can I help support them? How can I be a blessing to them? Cash Cash App sign, not the same podcast, or www not the same podcast, not cash. <laughs> Not the same podcast, but you can send some cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, it's starting, y'all. It's yeah. starting. It, www.notthesamepodcast.com forward slash support, man. Support. <laughs> like yeah. Miss Winder say every week, stimmy, stimmy, stimmy. Yeah, man. So, hey, yo, we really appreciate y'all hanging on with us tonight, man. Yeah, you held yeah, on, sure, man. you got some real nuggets, man. Big Brother Thizzle was dropping them nuggets, yeah. bro, dropping mountains yeah. over here, dog. For real, for real. And for all our first-time um, listeners or viewers, yeah. hit that like button, subscribe. subscribe. Hey, yeah, tune man. in next week. We got another guest, but, hey, just tune in, see what we're talking about, yeah. and I guarantee you'll like what you're hearing. Oh, yeah. Many, many more like this, man. So, oh yeah, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We is out, man. We're going to see y'all next week. Next week. About our father's business, rhyme mode. Filled with this Holy Spirit, that's a cheat code. Holiness the standard, we never fold. We about to make a scene.